The following podcast is a part of RadioMisfits.com. And now it's time for the Mr. Nelson Show. Welcome to another episode of the Mr. Nelson Show, episode 47. Yes, yes, and I would like to apologize on behalf of the Nelson Show for last week's horrible musical parody. You can't sing, and it was very terrible, and I don't even think it was legal, because those aren't your songs. I didn't like it either. All you did was trash Trump. What? No, he trashed Hillary. Well, I was, hip- I was uh, critical of both, and... Uh... Uh, what? It didn't say Hillary Clinton's wall, it said Trump's wall. No, but he, he was making her sound like a Martian at clear misogynist overtones. Calling a woman a Martian is uh, misogyny? Calling a woman anything but a woman is uh, misogyny. Even calling her a woman might be, depending on the tones of the voice you use, that might indicate weakness. Yeah, whatever. Uh, speaking of Hillary... Uh, the emails just won't go away, <laughs> despite her better efforts. Uh, still waiting for those 30 that disappeared. But nevertheless, uh, indications are uh, more evidence of the corruption, which explains why she needed the server in the first place. I'm so tired of hearing about this. How many more investigations do we need? As many as it takes. Well, no, actually, there's been plenty. And uh, the evidence there was more than enough to indict, but, uh, uh... To quote Trump, the fix is in. Uh, oh, but see, there, there you go. You, see, you talk about your, oh, you're middle of the ground and you don't really support Trump. But there you are, Gordy. Well, look, broken clock and all, when he's right, he's right. And the fix is in. Hillary is privileged, and that's the only explanation as to why she was not punished for her crimes. Oh, crimes. Uh, raising money for charities, Mr. Nelson. Oh, good Lord. No good deed goes unpunished, I suppose, in this world. Yeah, she was getting paid off favors like a goddamn whore. Well, no, 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 no. <laughs> we shouldn't insult whores by comparing them to politicians, Red. Oh, yeah, you got a point there. Oh, 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 this is just rich. Yeah, Hillary is rich. Um, off of favors and whatnot. Uh, you know, there was all these deals with uh, including the Russians where they got a hold of our uh, uranium resources for uh, the Uranium One company. But that was a Canadian deal. Well, the Russians own it now, uh, and uh, they—it uh, was—it's bought out by uh, Rostadam, which is uh, the top company in Russia that controls their nuclear power and weapons. <laughs> so, but uh, the the Canadian mogul uh, and the company that was uh, being the middleman for all of this, uh, the guy uh, Juster, I believe his name was. Uh, paid $30 million directly to the Clinton Foundation. And the idea that that's just a coincidence when Hillary was the had the power to say yes or no on the deal. Uh, yeah, you're being an idiot if you think that was just a coincidence. It's just a coincidence, exactly. Uh, meanwhile, uh, other things kind of trickle out here and there. Uh, the Clintons uh, used an advisory business called Teneo uh, to help them launder money. <laughs> Uh, the firm hired Uma Abedin, and you know her, yeah, she's Hillary's right-hand woman, and uh, she was hired by them, even as she was working at the State Department. Uh, and also, Taneo's chief executive, Declan Kelly, worked as a special envoy for Hillary at the State Department. So here you got two people 
who are uh, holding this job at this uh, money laundering uh, consulting firm that the Clinton set up, <laughs> um, while being uh, tax-paid employees of the State Department. Well, I mean, uh, we all need two jobs these days. Ha, 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 ha. But uh, the uh, obvious collusion here uh, and the stench of it uh, is pretty obvious. And um, also Doug Ban, who formed the company, who is unworthy of the name uh, Doug in my uh, mind, uh, he got a favor for a job as well. And uh, Bill Clinton was named as the paid honorary chairman of Teneo. Well, uh, so even Bill himself is getting a paycheck out of this money laundering scheme. So there you go. Isn't that great? Uh, there's bound to be a lot more, but I don't think it'll matter because she's still going to be president. And what? God damn it. She's as guilty as guilty can be. There ain't no one more guilty than that guilty bit. Well, now, uh, Red, I'm afraid Donald Trump continues to poop the bed. And uh, it matters. Uh, so... People are figuring, are already looking for scenarios about how we can make this work. Uh, if we can just hold on to the Senate, uh, we can block her for four years and possibly get someone else in. Uh, but uh, uh, the, it looks like he's done a lot of damage here. I mean, sometimes you got to wonder if the conspiracy theory that he's some sort of Manchurian candidate <laughs> for the Democrats might be true. <laughs> but... Um, He's got an uphill battle here. Uh, there's a lot of polls all over the place, but it does seem to be pretty believable at this point that she's at least nine points ahead. And that's pretty bad if she can maintain that. Uh, he can't beat her. So there you go. We'll see what the debates do. But other than that, doesn't look so great for Trump. And so we're going to have this criminal in office and God knows what else she'll steal and what damage she'll do. So there you go. How about that? This is just, well, I've enjoyed this admitted defeat, but uh, just... Tarnishing her name like this with nothing. How many more investigations do we do? Well, uh, some people were trying to investigate her, but uh, the Justice Department just said no. And these were field offices within the Justice Department. <laughs> and she just turned them down. Uh, yeah, it seems like they said there was no evidence, but there's plenty of evidence to go uh, investigate Trayvon Martin or uh, Ferguson or Baltimore. Oh, yes, we have to do that. But there's nothing here about all this money Clint the Clintons made. <laughs> uh, nothing there, nothing at all. And despite uh, nations getting favors, like I said, Russia, uh, the other nations that wanted to... Uh, and I like Kazakhstan, but part of that deal was because, of the, hey, we don't like being cited for our human rights violations, so could you change that? Yeah, okay. The human rights violations go on, but, uh, you know, whatever. And it just, the Justice Department's a joke now. It's just a complete political arm. Um, you know, this all started, you go all the way back to when the Black Panthers were standing in front of the voting polls when Obama was getting elected the first time around, and uh, there had to be an investigation. And, I mean, if you're going to be consistent here with the ideas of hate crimes and whatnot uh, and the intimidation from uh, a racist group like that, uh, you, you should follow through. And they, they had actually won the case against these people, but uh, Holder uh, pulled it and said, no, no, we don't need to do that. So, huh, there you go. Then um, uh, Holder, uh, he spied on journalists from the American press and Fox News. Well, Fox News needs to be spied on. Uh, and they refused to uh, prosecute Lois Lerner, who uh, was clearly abusing her power and targeting conservative 501c3s. 
to help Obama's re-election campaign, and it worked. <laughs> and then Herrick Holder himself was held in contempt of Congress, but Obama protected him, utilizing executive privilege. Uh, no reason as to what, why or what... The, 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 I do so hate being interrupted by my phone. Is that Obama calling me or texting me? <laughs> you need to shut your mouth. All right. Um, so, yeah. So, a uh, lot of uh, privilege out there. And then, of course, Loretta Lynch comes in, and she's pretty much followed the same path as uh, Eric Holder. And, uh, you know, political class people are too big to jail. And that's that. So Hillary has nothing to worry about as far as legal jeopardy. The only thing that could hurt her is if people realize just what a criminal she is and just not vote for her in the election. But, of course, as long as people believe that Trump is going to push the nuclear trigger button, uh, you, you know, they're going to vote for Hillary. And so a criminal will be in there. And that's that. She's not going to. She's not a criminal. And Donald Trump will pull that trigger. My God, he's already said it in some secret meeting when they said, why are we using our nukes on Muslims? My God. Well, good question. Why the hell ain't we? I'd turn them damn desert countries into sheets of glass. That's great, Red. Um, so, as it stands today, uh, it looks like Hillary's going to be president. Yes, as it should be. I mean, everything's been explained. There's nothing, there's no there there, so stop looking. Well, some uh, members of the press had some questions, and so, of course, they go to the State Department uh, to see what they think about all this nonsense, and uh, it went something like this. No, she shouldn't have any at all. And the State Department at the time, there was an email that came out in this recent set that uh, is between the, an executive at the Clinton Foundation and Huma Abedin and Cheryl what? Mills, where he is requesting to set up a, a meeting between a billionaire donor uh. and the U.S. Ambassador to Lebanon. Do you have any response to uh. So, you know, very similar to what I said before, I'm not going to speak to specific emails. Exactly. However, I think you guys know State Department. Exactly. Shut up, goddammit! With a uh. wide variety of um, outside individuals and organizations, including businesses, nonprofits, NGOs, think tanks. You know, the nearly 55,000 pages of former Secretary Clinton's emails released by exactly. the Department over the past year. Yes. The sense of the wide range of individuals, both inside and outside mm -hmm. government. Yes. That State Department officials are in contact with on a range of subjects. Thank you. So you don't feel like this e email, or you don't feel like there was impropriety in the relationship between the you damn right there was we talked to a wide range of people at my level at various levels a wide range of criminals NGOs Red. think tanks business leaders you know um, experts on a variety of yeah. except in this her question and and and, and, and importantly yeah. in this case Secretary Clinton she has yet to answer the question she would not personally or substantially what? in any way involve herself with the Clinton Foundation so. But, it's not just any outside organization. It's a specific organization that she said ahead of time she wouldn't have contact with. Well, so but, doesn't that just then seem to violate that place? She did, just so, her people. Again, yeah, to reiterate, you her know, main people. are in touch with a wide range of individuals. I'd note that former Secretary Clinton's ethics agreement did not preclude other State Department officials from having contact with <laughs> the foundation. <laughs> so there's the catch. 
try to answer a a Abigail's question, which was, is the department looked into this and determined that there was no impropriety? As the department is regularly in touch with people across the whole spectrum. That's Matt. not the question. The question is whether or not <laughs> you looked into this. This the, the, the building is. Who is this smartass? Everything was okay. That there was nothing wrong. We feel confident in our ability and our past practice of reaching out to a variety of sources and being responsive. To I'm sorry. Are you? Am I not speaking English? <laughs> I mean, is it coming across as a form? I'm not asking you if. No one is saying it's not okay or it's bad for the department to get a broad variety of, of, of input from different people. This is Ask it's the done. question is whether or not you've determined that there was nothing improper here. The answer is no, they didn't look into it because they cover up for their own. And so that's that. Yeah, this, that, this proves nothing. It proves they're keeping their mouth shut and giving a bunch of BS to simple questions. Yeah, yeah. That's pretty much it. Good going there, Red. Thank you, sir. Oh, my God. I, look, can we move on? There's this enough of this Hillary hatred. Uh, it's time for the Hero of the Week. Oh, yeah. oh my God. I can't take it. I, I got it. Yeah, go get a beer. Yep, that's what I'm doing. God damn it. Oh, every time. It's just terrible. All right. All right. Uh, my Hero of the Week is a mother who's just trying to help her young son be accepted in this world. And, a, and who could argue with a woman when she tries to protect her son? She just wants her five-year-old boy to be treated like a girl because he thinks he is one. My hero of the week is Kimberly Shapley. She says it's not good enough that her young son, who claims is now her daughter, has been offered to use the gender-neutral bathrooms placed in each classroom. According to Shapley, her kindergarten-bound son, Kai, must be allowed to use the girl's room, and the school policy must be changed accordingly. Anything less is discrimination. And good for you, girlfriend. The mother insists that the district is being discriminatory and bearing prejudice against the entire LBGTQ community for not giving in to her demands. She says, I went to the campus and approached the school district to try to work with them. I wanted to make sure Kai wouldn't be discriminated against and be able to use the girls' bathroom. But it soon became very apparent that the superintendent has a very strong prejudice stance against the LGBTQ community. I don't. I don't get it. What's the big deal? They uh, they had the gender neutral bathroom for people who are dealing with this particular issue. But there's discrimination, Mister Nelson. Kai believes he is a girl, and I, I shouldn't be calling him he. And I'm sorry about saying son because she is Kai. She's the daughter of Miss Shapley, and that's that. There shouldn't be any more discussion about this. This is a little girl who's being forced to go into into a neutral uh, gender bathroom. Well. Like I said, it's, it's treating her as if she's some sort of freak or a secondary citizen, and that's wrong, does it? And let me detail this for you so that you can, even someone like you can understand. You see, when you're someone like I, you happen to be... We interrupt this program to bring you this special news bulletin. Peeping Tom records underage girl changing at Frisco Target. 
Investigators say the suspect put his cell phone over the wall of a female changing room and shot video of the girl. The boy took off after the girl noticed the camera while changing clothes, according to police. She told her parent who told an employee, but by that time, the suspect was gone. With the phones where you can do anything you want, it's kind of scary, said parent Melanie Arbet. Police were able to capture the suspect on store surveillance and want the public's help identifying him. Melissa Tollinger says parents who give their kids phones also need to teach the right way to use them. They don't realize the ramifications of sending one text, said Tollinger. Once it's out there, it's out there. Taking a picture and doing a Snapchat or whatever, I think they're too young to realize the implications of it. You never know who's watching. And once it's on the net, it stays there forever. Yes, but in this case, the girl had no choice in the matter as this peeping Tom took the pictures. So it's really not up to her whether it ends up on the internet, is it? No. But of course, what was he doing there in the first place? Well, in this day and age, everything's up for grabs. And now back to the Mr. Nelson show, already in progress. And so you gotta understand that. That's just the terrible pain that could ensue. Yeah, but uh, Lefty, you gotta deal with physical reality here. Uh, this is a, a boy who simply thinks he's a girl, and he's only five. I mean, do we really have the ability to understand the uh, needs and desires and emotional state of a child uh, that early? I don't know. Yes, we do. We do. And we know the pain that can be inflicted upon these poor people. And they need our understanding, not our hatred, and not the shunning and segregation. That people like you seem to want, Mr. Nelson. So, and further, let me explain more as to why you're wrong and I'm right. You see, what happens is... We interrupt this program to bring you this special news bulletin. San Jose sex offender wearing fake breasts, wig, arrested for loitering in women's restroom. Richard Rindler, 60, of San Jose, a registered sex offender was arrested at the Prune Yard Shopping Center on misdemeanor loitering charges. Campbell Police Sergeant David Carmichael said Rindler was arrested after having been caught in the women's restroom of an unnamed store for several minutes. Police were tipped off to Rindler's whereabouts shortly before noon on Friday when a witness called authorities to say a man was getting out of his car wearing fake breasts and a wig and carrying a purse. The witness saw the man near a bank and thought it was a little weird to see a man wearing what seemed to be a disguise. According to the Megan's Law website, Rindler has been previously arrested on charges of child molestation and indecent exposure. Hmm, well, that's the news, and now back to the Mr. Nelson Show. Again, already in progress. Yeah, Lefty, I think you're just being a bit ridiculous here. And, and I mean, when this when is bringing in children, that's where you gotta draw the line. That's where you don't draw the line, Nelson. We have to cultivate a more accepting society, and it all begins... Right there, with children, so that when they become more progressive and accepting adults, this sort of thing will just go away and be forgotten on the ash heap of history. That's how that'll be. Now, when you take the case here of Kai, you have to understand what this means is simply... We interrupt this program to bring you this special news bulletin. Seattle man undresses in women's locker room at local pool. 
A Seattle, Washington community is in uproar after a man undressed in the women's locker room at a local pool, seemingly to test a new rule that allows transgender people to use the bathroom of their gender identity. An unidentified man wearing board shorts walked into the women's bathroom of Evans Pool in the heart of Seattle. The women inside the locker room at the time attempted to kick him out, but the guy refused and said, The law has changed and I have the right to be here. The man was referring to a local rule passed in December that mandates all public restrooms to allow transgender people to use bathrooms assigned to their gender identity. The state ruling enacted by the Human Rights Commission of Washington has met with criticism by some in the state who thought the rule went too far. But efforts to repeal the rule halted in January when a judge ruled that the bill to reject transgender bathroom access would not get a hearing. Hours before the man pulled this stunt, protesters on both sides of the gender identity bathroom had issued gathered to the state to the Washington State Capitol in Olympia. Supporters of the law said the predators would still be prosecuted if they took advantage of the rule, while opponents cited sexual assault as the reason the ruling was dangerous for women in particular. It's unclear whether the man who broke into the women's restroom of the saddle pool was protesting the rule or just testing its limits. He returned to the restroom for a second time later that evening when young girls were changing for swim practice. People who frequent Evans Pool were outraged that the man would take advantage of the new rule designed to protect the rights of the transgendered community. Either identify yourself as a transgender, or you're not, and you're just taking advantage of a loophole, said Marianne Sato, who uses the locker room for a few times a week. Sort of works against the point they're trying to make. They're causing people to feel exposed and vulnerable with the intention of reducing people feeling exposed and vulnerable. <laughs> yeah, whatever. Uh, I don't understand how anyone can be upset with the guy and still support the law. Uh, it sounds like he followed it. But, well, that's the way that goes. And now, back to the Nelson Show, already in progress. And then nothing's going to come of this. I mean, it's not like someone's going to be harmed by a bunch of freaks and weirdos going in trying to get pictures and uh, molesting little girls. I mean, that's just absurd. That does not happen. It never happens at all. Are you sure? Yes, I'm definitely sure. We interrupt this program to bring you this special news bulletin. Chopper upset that man was allowed to use women's dressing room in Ross Department Store. I was in the dressing room when I heard a man's voice, said Lisa Stickles, who says she quickly told a manager. She went inside the dressing room, came right out, and called me to the side and told me, he was representing himself as a woman today. A customer service representative with Ross would not comment on the alleged incident, but said that they do not discriminate against the transgender community, adding customers may use changing rooms that apply to their gender identity. What about me? Or my feelings? Said Sickles. The manager told me that if I felt uncomfortable in the dressing room with him there, I'd have to wait until he's finished. Sickles said she waited and was shocked when she watched the man walk out. He was in no way dressed as a woman, Sickles said. He had on jeans, a t-shirt, five o'clock shadow, a very deep voice. He was a man! Other large retailers across North Texas have varying policies on transgender customers who want to use the restrooms or changing rooms. Target, TJ Maxx, and Marshalls allow customers to decide based on gender identity, according to customer service. Representatives from Kohl's say their store require customers to use facilities aligned with their biological gender. Walmart had no specific policy, according to customer service. None of the companies would discuss how they train their employees to handle customers who claim to be transgender. So, the saga continues. And now, back to the Nelson Show. Already in progress. 
But the real point here is we have to deal with people who have been oppressed. And this is a group of people that need special attention, at least for now, until, like I said, these young people have been properly trained and uh, informed and educated to where they'll just simply understand and accept these things and won't bat an eye at it. And you don't really perceive any problems there. I mean, because, like, uh, you know, if women want to come into the men's room, I, I don't really care. But I, I'm not going to tell a bunch of women to let men into their uh, changing rooms and, and restrooms. I just don't think that's right. Because you're stuck in the past, Mr. Nelson, and you're worried about the good things that just don't happen. We interrupt this program to bring you this special news bulletin. Bedford police arrest man wanted for allegedly recording juvenile girls in store. Chief John Bryfonsky reported that the Bedford Police Department arrested a man last night who allegedly recorded juvenile girls while they were in a store dressing room. On Wednesday, at approximately 9.15 p.m., Bedford Police responded to the Target store for a report of a man recording juvenile females who were changing clothes in the dressing room. Prior to police arrival, the suspect fled from the store and parking lot. A subsequent investigation by Bedford Police Department, along with the assistance of Target's target loss prevention officers, identified Zachary Bishop, age 22, of Raymond, as the suspect and issued a warrant for his arrest. Bishop was arrested after surrendering himself on the warrant last night and was subsequently charged with violation of privacy. Bishop was arraigned in Merrimack District Court and is currently being held at the Hillsborough County Jail on $2,000 cash bail. And now, back to the Nelson Show, already in progress. And so there, I rest my case. Everyone should just stop being panicky and put their bigotry to rest. All right, Lefty. Uh, we're going to take a break, and after this, we'll come back with another new episode of Night Night. You're listening to the Mr. Nelson Show here on RadioMisfits.com. Here's the movie that inspired Night of the Living Dead, The Last Man on Earth. Vincent Price stars as the only uninfected man from a plague that has turned humanity into a race of undead vampires. Well, they don't drink blood. They don't turn into bats, sunlight bothers them but doesn't kill them, and they have reflections, but they don't like looking at them. But, hey, they do come back from the dead, so there's that. Anyway, despite being slow, clumsy, and mostly harmless, Price finds them annoying enough to kill them. After a day of killing, he goes home, gets drunk while watching home movies, and cries himself asleep to jazz records. Also, as a bonus to this deal, you get Chapter 1 of Flash Gordon, Space Soldiers Conquer the Universe. Flash tries to stop mean spaceships from pissing all over the earth. This film, like many of the films in my store, includes music by Kevin MacLeod. Warning! Due to an extreme lack of talent, bathroom humor is deployed throughout the film. So what are you waiting for? Head over to Selfie.com slash Nelson and start watching films with me. That's Selfie, S-E-L-L-F-Y dot com slash N-A-I-L-S-I-N Yes, Nelson. It's just that simple. Next time on My Brother's Keeper. 
<laughs> yeah, people say I'm stupid and stuff, but come on, man. You're not going to pull the wool over my eyes on that one. <laughs> you can't tell me we ever went to the moon. I mean, look at that thing. <laughs> I mean, I know it's bigger than the other dots in the sky, but <laughs> you can't fit a spaceship on that thing. It's too small. I just oh, came back uh, from my lawnmower. I was going to do the yard job you were supposed to do, but you didn't. You only did it half-assed. Well, uh, uh, shut up and listen. I sat on it, and that seat was soaking wet. Now I got a wet ass. <laughs> well, uh, Shut up. Uh, Did you leave my lawnmower outside? Well, uh, Did you leave my lawnmower outside? <laughs> Next time on My Brother's Keeper on TLC. This is Night Night, and I'm here to tell you that you're listening to the Mr. Nelson Show here on RadioMisfits.com. Previously on Night Night. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I don't think I would have gone into the business of broadcast news if I had a name like Wiener Winker. Yeah. <laughs> 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 oh, what the hell? Damn, man. Were you shot? Yeah, but it. It's shit. Huh? <laughs> oh, shit! Uh, yeah, shit. Oh, God! Somebody's shooting the shit at us! Look at them. Look at them scurrying around like the ants they are. Ungrateful insects. Holy shitting on me. Well, now I'm returning the favor. You hear that, world? You're being shit on by... One near one care! Oh god! We're being pelted by shit! Gotta call 911! Oh, oh, oh god! 911, what's your emergency? We're being shit on by some crazy sniper! Ah, ah, I think it's full of corn and that's because it really hurts! Oh god, it was. Sir, you don't calm down right now! I can't help you! Oh god! He's going to rapid fire! Help me! Oh! Headquarters. Commissioner, seems there's a sniper shooting people from atop the KRAP TV building. What? Uh, I'll get SWAT on it. Right, uh, and they'd better don some rubber suits. What? Why? Well, sir, reports indicate that the shooter is shooting people with feces. What the? Wait a minute. That sounds like the modus operandi of that, that old supervillain, the stink bug. But no, it can't be. He's still in a coma after Night Night dropped him into that steaming vat of sewage. 
Funny you should mention Stinkbub because the records room reported that news anchor man Wiener Wanker was here asking to look over Stinkbug's equipment, and, and now it's missing. They just let a civilian into our storage facility? Well, yeah, because, you know, it's kind of a celebrity. Damn it. Meanwhile, back at the street in front of the KRAP-TV building, a squad car enters the scene. <laughs> Man, look at that. Yeah, the city's really gone down the crapper. What, with bums just laying in the street covered in shit? Well, guess we need to pull over and get these idiots to sleep it off somewhere else. Whoa, what the hell? Oh no, we're taking fire from above. Ah! Oh no, uh, officer down, we need backup. No need to fear, officers. Night night is here. Oh no, how'd you know to come here? I have an alert system that monitors 911 calls. And plus, I was in the neighborhood trying out my new night cruiser. Pretty impressive, huh? <laughs> Don't just sit there, you asshole! <laughs> Help us! Eww, something smells like poo-poo out here! <coughs> yeah. Let's go behind the KRAP TV building, Rubo. <laughs> you know what KRAP spells? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Now, let's sneak up to the roof and put an end to this menace. They ain't going up there. He's going to shoot the shit at us. Hmm. Look there, Bubo. That long tubing that comes down from the roof into that manhole, down into the sewer. That must be the sniper's ammo supply. The night laser will put an end to that threat. Pewdie! All right. Okay, Bubo. Ready, night cables. But night, night. There's a ladder right there that leads all the way to the top. What? Oh, well. Alright, you lazy. Lazy. You just don't want to admit you were wrong. Shut up, Bubo. And get your ass up that ladder. No, I ain't going first. Oh, yes, you are. It was your idea. Now move it. Oh, no. He's still shooting. He must be using a still in the tube. But don't worry. He's only shooting off the other side of the building. Because the facing street is more populated. We're safe over here. Oh, good. Gee, Night Night, what kind of sick mind would shoot shit like this? An old enemy of mine, Bobo. That was before your time with me. He goes by the name of the Stinkbug. Well, that's a proper name. You know, Bobo, this is a fine opportunity for me to clean up my good name in the eyes of the media. If I saved them from the horrors of Stinkbug, it would have been better if Pink Elephant had attacked them, but I'll take it. And on top of the KRAP TV building, Wiener Winker is discovering that something is wrong with his poo gun. Something's wrong. Losing pressure to push the poo. No matter. I'll switch to stink bombs. There he is, Bubo. Strange. This guy doesn't look anything like Stinkbug. Must be a copycat. Mm, yes, perhaps. Now, let's slowly sneak up on him, Bubo. We'll take him down with our moonerangs. What? Who's there? Oh, shit! Stop where you are, both of you! <laughs> it sounds like he gave you trousers and chili, night-night. <laughs> Shut up, Bubo! We've got to reason with him. Look, what's the matter with you? Why are you shooting at all these innocent people? 
They're not innocent. They keep mispronouncing my name. <laughs> well, what is your name? How do you pronounce it? My name is Winir Wan Care. Okay, your name's Winir Wan Care. Fine, nothing wrong with that. What? Really? You. You remember how to pronounce my name? Sure, it's Winir Wan Care. There, okay? I pronounced it. Finally. Some respect. Who'd have thought it would be from you, Night Knight? Well, I can understand the need for respect. Lord knows I'm not getting it from this damn city. I swear, sometimes it's... Wait a minute! Why didn't I think of it before? That's Wiener Winker! What? Oh yeah! You are Wiener Winker! No! You bastards! I'll show you! I'll show you all! Oh no! Run for it, Bobo! Oh no! You oh, damn it, Bobo! Quick! Duck down below to the ladder. <coughs> oh god! Them stink bombs! Stink! Must put on night gas masks. Unbeknownst to Wiener or our masked marvels, the Cineopolis SWAT team have gotten into position. And now that Night Knight and Bubo have inadvertently drawn Wanker out into the open, the SWAT team make their move. Fire at will! Good lord, he's nothing but meat. He's teetering on the edge, Bubo. Uh. And so the bullet-riddled form of Wiener Waker falls to the street. <laughs> Look at that, Night Night. Nice street meat. Now, Bubo. Now, quick. We must get to the scene before the cops do. Huh? Quickly. Let's slide down this ladder. <laughs> Careful, Bubo. No. Whoa. Oh. Uh. <laughs> Damn it, Bubo! <laughs> night, night. My tights are sticking to my butt. Oh, Bubo! I don't want to hear about that. I've got to get a sample from Wanker's corpse pronto. I've got a hunch about this whole scenario. Well, I got a hunch I shit my shorts. Shut up, Bubo! Back away, citizens. This is official night business. I said, get out of the way, or I'll let loose with a night bomb. Make sure the coast is clear as I get this sample. Ooh, nasty! There. A good chunk of tissue with plenty of blood. Now to the night cruiser. Come on, Bubo. Quit tugging at your shorts and get your ass in the car. Yeah, but I wish I could go somewhere and wash my ass first. Damn it, Bubo. Keep that down. People can hear. Just, uh... Put your cape on the seat and and uh, get the butt wipes out of your supply satchel. Well, don't look, okay? Oh, God. Hold it right there, Night Night. Forget it, officer. You were no help to me. Why should I help you? What? We just saved your ass from that crazy sniper. I had that completely under control until you idiots blundered in. Besides, he was only shooting the shit. <laughs> Damn it, Night Night! You're gonna stay here and give a statement, damn you! Eat my cloud! Oh no! 
looks like Night Knight's attempt to redeem his good name is off to a rocky start. Is there still hope? And what hunch does Night Knight have about Wiener Wanker's tissue sample? Find out in the next exciting episode of Night Night. This has been a Nailsin production. The Night Night theme song is performed by Alistair White and his lovely wife, Heather. Incidental music is courtesy of Kevin McLeod. All characters are performed by me, Douglas Nelson. Join us again, won't you? You're listening to the Mr. Nelson Show here on RadioMisfits.com. Now it's time for another episode of Pokey the Bear. Pokey is on his usual rounds in Yellowstone National Park when he spots a bicyclist. He approaches cautiously, concealing himself behind the nearby bushes. Well, well, what have we here? Mmm, what a great day for a ride. Can't wait to break in my new shiny navy blue spandex shorts with that stylish yellow stripe on the side. And with my aerodynamic bike helmet, I'll slice through the air like grease lightning. <laughs> but first, I'd better limber up. I know, I'll do some squats. Upon seeing the bicyclist stretch and bend his toned form, Pokey begins to touch himself. Lord have mercy. The sight of them shiny shorts on that tight bending ass is stirring me up something fierce. Suddenly, Pokey lunges forward at the bicyclist. Only you can put out the fire of my desire. What? Oh my god! A bear! Bend your ass over, bitch. The bicyclist's defenses are futile in the face of Pokey's beastal thrusts as they savagely invade his anal orifice, splitting him in half. <sighs> but when all said and done, Pokey's senses return. Oh, jeez. Why'd I do that? Damn urges. What possessed that idiot to come through here dressing all sexy like? Stupid bitch. Man, if the rangers find out, it's bye-bye, Pokey. Wait a minute. I think I see. Yes, indeed. It's Mabel and her cubs. Oh, I better act fast. Moments later, Mama Bear Mabel and her two cubs find Pokey coming out of the woods, bearing gifts. Well, hey there, Mabel. Oh, hello, Pokey. What have you got there? Well, I done killed me a deer, but I done had my fill. So, well, I seen you and the cubs, and I thought to myself, Self, why don't you be charitable and give you the rest of the meat? Well, aren't you the gentleman? The smile on your faces makes it all worth it. As Mabel and the cubs chow down, Pokey walks away, deep in thought. 
Stupid ore. When them rangers find that cyclist's DNA in your ship, you're gonna find a big surprise right between the eyes. Ha <laughs> ha! Too bad about the cubs being orphans, though. Hmm. Can't help but think this is somehow all my fault. But I also can't help but feel pride at being smarter than the average bear. <laughs> Join us next time for another episode of Bokey the Bear. Here's a film that makes Vincent Price's last man on earth look like Citizen Kane. A tax-cheating man, his self-absorbed wife, and his lazy lawyer find themselves to be the last three people on Earth. Well, actually, the last three people in Puerto Rico, as they never really bother to establish the whole world is dead. But anyway, they spend the rest of the movie fighting over the last woman while she enjoys the attention. Also in this package, deal is Chapter 2 of Flash Gordon, Space Soldiers, Kaka of the Universe. Ming pouts and feels sorry for himself, while Flash and his gang go hiking in the mountains. This film, like many of the films in my store, contains music by Kevin MacLeod. Warning! Due to an extreme lack of talent, bathroom humor is deployed throughout the film. So what are you waiting for? Why don't you head over to Selfie.com slash Nelson and get your hands on some of these goodies. That's Selfie, S-E-L-L-F-Y dot com slash Nailsin, N-A-I-L-S-I-N. Nailsin. Yes, it's just that simple. And now, back to the Mr. Nelson Show, here on RadioMisfits.com. And now, it's that time again for Fortune Cookie Fortunes. Expect much of yourself, and little of others. Life is a gamble, so roll the dice. And who can argue with that? Well, that's all the time I have for tonight, so I hope you enjoyed the show, and we'll see you next week. Good night, everybody! The views and opinions expressed during the Mr. Nelson Show do not necessarily reflect those held by RadioMisfits.com, so any complaints and or comments should be sent to at Mr. Nelson on Twitter, where they'll be promptly ignored and or blocked. of reaching out to a variety of sources and being responsive to I'm sorry, are you, am I not speaking English? <laughs>